Some of us have listened to more than gospel music. Some of us. Some of us have only listened to the mighty clouds of joy. Joe Lagone. However, there are some of us. Amen. Today I want to preach as the Holy Spirit shall give me help. It was a good day. It was a good day. Lord, bless your word. Bless your preacher. Give us ears to hear. Remove any and every distraction that might keep us from hearing from you. Your words, my mouth. Holy Spirit, do your work. Draw, compel. Convent, build up in Jesus' name. Amen. It was a good day. Among many things, the Acts of the Apostles is a book of church history. You've read through 28 chapters that make up the Acts of the Apostles, then you've been introduced and exposed to the basics of the birth and genesis of the Christian church. As a book of church history, the Acts of the Apostles records significant days, events, and happenings in the life of the early church. The Acts of the Apostles, among many things, records the importance, significance, and surrounding events of the day of Pentecost. The Acts of the Apostles does not record every milestone event in the New Testament, but the Acts of the Apostles does record the day of Pentecost. Acts does not record the baptism of Jesus, nor does it record the transfiguration of Jesus with Peter, James, and John, but Acts does record the day of Pentecost. Acts does not record the revelation of the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai, nor does Acts record Moses dialoguing with a bush that burned, but that was not consumed, but Acts does record the day of Pentecost. Acts does not record David beating Goliath with a rag and some rocks. 
nor does Acts record Nehemiah completing the reconstruction of the temple. But Acts does record the day of Pentecost. Acts does not record the interaction between Mary and Martha, nor does Acts record Jesus' triumph over temptation. But Acts does record the day of Pentecost. For those of us who are followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we should comprehend the importance and significance of what took place on the day of Pentecost. According to the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2, Luke records the importance, significance, and happenings of that great, glorious day where the Holy Spirit descended upon the church and created the institution, organism that we know as the body of Christ called church. And in the words, Dr. Johnson of O'Shea Jackson, Pentecost was a good day. I wish I had some help on this Sunday morning. And while Pentecost was an important, significant, and good day, Watch Chapel as spirit-filled believers who are saved by the blood and do ministry by the power of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, we ought to make a fuss about the day of Pentecost. <clears throat> Pentecost is not any ordinary Sunday. Pentecost is not an ordinary day. But Pentecost, the day we are celebrating on this day at 3703 Tryon Road, as we have gathered from far and near, in person and virtually, is a good day day that we ought to celebrate and make a fuss about. Help me preach this. And while we ought to make a fuss about the day of Pentecost because of its importance and significance, Dr. Johnson, if the truth be known, too many of us Christians who are spirit-led, spirit-filled, supposed to be led and filled by the Holy Spirit, don't make a big enough deal about the day of Pentecost, consequently the Holy Spirit. We leave the Holy Ghost to the church of God in Christ. We leave the Holy Ghost to the PAW, Pentecostals Assemblies of the World. For those of us who've been saved, those of us who've been blood bought, y'all ain't talking to me. Live by the power of the Holy Spirit every day. I wish I had some help in here. Honey, if you serve in the body of Christ, you ain't serving in your own power. You are serving by the power of the Holy Spirit. As I'm preaching, this ain't Howard University or Beeson Divinity School. This is the power of the Holy Spirit. That ain't Berkeley School of Music. That ain't music lessons. That's the power of the Holy Ghost. That ain't the Thomas Dorsey Convention. That's the power of the Holy Ghost. Y'all ain't talking to me. 
This ain't what mama or daddy said, but this is the power of the Holy Spirit. And maybe that's why we don't have the power we ought to have in the church because we relegate the power of the Holy Spirit to those of us who ain't Baptists. Those of us who are too dignified. Those of us who are too sophisticated. Those of us who are too intellectual to talk about the pogilos pneuma, the Holy Spirit. But honey, let me tell you, on this Sunday morning, if you've lived through hell and high water, if you've been through something, there's some things Howard can't do for you. There's some things Central can't do for you. There's some things Shaw can't do for you. There's some things only the Holy Ghost. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. There's some things only the Holy Ghost can do for you. Only the Holy Ghost can put a smile on your face when you want to cut somebody out. Only the Holy Ghost can teach you how to love when you want to hate. Only the Holy Spirit can keep your head when others around you are losing it. I believe and live by the power. Y'all sit down. And for somebody who's here, me today, don't try to live the Christian life in your own power. Maybe that's why we fail. Maybe that's why we stumble. Maybe that's why we fall. Maybe that's why we don't live with the power that we ought to have because we are seeking to do it in our own power, not by the power of the Holy Ghost. Pentecost was a good day. Can I preach this? What made Pentecost such a good day? Pentecost was a good day because Pentecost was a day of community. I want everybody to go home and read Acts chapter 2. Pentecost started as a Jewish agricultural festival. Fifty days after the Passover, Jews would come from far and near to the holy city to celebrate the Passover, the Pentecost festival, which took place 50 days after the Passover. Now, Jesus has been ascended to heaven, but Jesus has promised the power of the Holy Spirit. And on this first day of Pentecost, that's recorded in Acts chapter 2, people are here in Jerusalem from all across the Jewish diaspora. They are Medes, they are Cappadocians, they are Cyrenians, they are Egyptians, they are people from the Jewish diaspora far and near. And when the Holy Spirit descends upon those who have gathered, the text says, people hear in their own language. The power of the Holy Spirit was not prayer language. 
The power of the Holy Spirit was not unintelligent gibberish. The power of the Holy Spirit was not private prayer language, but what took place on the day of Pentecost is that people who ordinarily spoke French were speaking in Spanish. Come on now, I'm in the book. People who spoke in other tongues heard their own language and comprehended what was articulated that was not unintelligent gibberish, was not private prayer language, but they comprehended what other people were saying in a language that was not native to them. But what took place on the day of Pentecost was the birth of supernatural community. And when we are filled, hear me watch chapel, with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost will bring about community in the midst of diversity. I'm preaching this to bless somebody on this Sunday morning. People talk about being filled with the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost will make you dance. The Holy Ghost will make you shout. The Holy Ghost will make you do this. Well, let me tell you what the Holy Ghost will do. The Holy Ghost will build community. Ain't nobody going to say amen about this kind of preaching. The Holy Ghost ain't going to make you cuss nobody. It's going to make you comprehend what somebody is going through. The Holy Ghost ain't going to make you divide and conquer. The Holy Ghost is going to draw us closer together. The Holy Ghost ain't going to make you just run around and dance, but the Holy Ghost will make you apologize to somebody you offended. The Holy Ghost will bring about community. And if we are filled with the Holy Spirit, the day of Pentecost will bring about goodness because it brings about community. Black folk and white folk, Asians and Hispanics, y'all ain't talking to me. Rich and poor, middle class, GEDs, PhDs, wannabe bourgeois, wannabe so-and-sos. Help me preach this. But the Holy Ghost will bring about community. It's amazing to me how you can be filled with the Holy Ghost, but run, shout, and dance, but can't speak to somebody. Well, tell me how Holy Ghost filled you are if you can't apologize to somebody you've hurt. Well, tell me how spirit-filled you are if you can't love somebody who looks like you. The Holy Spirit will bring about community. Can I preach this? Pentecost was a good day because it brought about community. Pentecost was a good day. Help me preach this. Because it was a day of commencement. Those of us who read the scripture, we know that the Holy Spirit was here from the day of creation. The Holy Spirit was operative throughout the Old Testament. But this is the first time, Reverend Sam, where the Holy Spirit descends upon the entirety of the church. 
This was not an end, but this was the beginning. In our language, we need to understand what commencement really is. Commencement is not an end. Commencement is the beginning of something new. For those of you who are graduates, who are graduates in the class of 2022, it ain't the end, it's the beginning. Your commencement celebration ain't the end of your journey. That ain't the last time you ought to read a book. It ain't the last time you ought to learn something. It ain't the last time you ought to be engaged in scholarship. It ain't the last time you ought to attend a class. It ought to be the beginning of something new. And Pentecost on Pentecost Sunday in Acts chapter 2 was the beginning, a commencement of something new. Sometimes we misunderstand commencement and we think we've been there, done that, we are through with that. I can put that part of my life to bed. No, commencement is a new beginning. And when it comes to the power of the Holy Spirit, Pentecost is a day of commencement. Now that I'm filled with the Holy Spirit, what is God going to do with me? Not what am I going to do with myself, not what am I going to do in my own power, not where am I going to go, not what, I, what my agenda is, but Holy Spirit, how are you going to use me? And maybe that's the prayer we ought to pray every day. Before we go to bed, maybe we don't need to pray now. I lay me down to sleep. I pray, my Lord, my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray, my Lord, my soul to keep. Maybe we ought not pray, Lord, bless the food, bless the eat. Now let's eat. Maybe we ought to pray the prayer, Lord, Holy Spirit, use me. Holy Spirit, use me in my neighborhood. Holy Spirit, how do you want to use me in the church? Holy Spirit, how do you want to use me at my place of employment? Maybe that's the prayer that all of us need to begin to pray when we leave this place after the benediction. Holy Spirit, how do you want to use me the rest of this day? It was a good day because it was a day of community. It was a day of commencement, but it was a good day because it was a day when change took place. Go home, read Acts chapter 2. There was a preacher by the name of Simon Peter that God used to be the special guest evangelist. On this day, and for those of us who know Simon Peter, we know Simon Peter was up and down. Come on, talk to me. I need my real saints to say amen because those of us who are real can identify we got some Simon Peter in us. The Simona Petro in us. Y'all ain't talking to me. Some days we up, some days we're down, some days we're sanctified, some days we struggling, some days we speaking holy, some days we using language that we don't want to say in public, some days if you rub me the wrong way, I'll pull something out of my pocket and use it. Come on, I'm in the book now. I wish I had some folk who read the Bible. There's Bible preaching right now and 
Simon Peter is the same man who a few days ago said he would go with him to the end. I'll die with you. I'm ride or die. Then, wasn't you with them? No, I don't know them. Ain't you the one who was with him? You even got an accent. You, you, you ain't from around here. No. Who? You, man, I told you it ain't me. Stop asking me. Then the cock crows. The same Simon who said he would go with him to the end denies him. Because like Simon Peter, we are up and down. Simon Peter, Brother Maceo, doesn't go back to the church, but goes back to fishing. Jesus dies, goes back to fishing, then Jesus sees him and says, do you love me? I, you, I love you. Do, no, do you love me? Do you really love me? Why do you keep asking? Then Simon Peter remembered that he denied him three times, and Jesus now in John 21 Restores him, but that ain't the end of the story. Come on, I wish I had some help here. Because Pentecost was a good day because it was a day not just of community, not just of commencement, but a day of change. Because the same Simon Peter who denied Jesus, the same Simon Peter who was fickle, the same Simon Peter who used a blade to try and cut somebody's ear, the same Simon Peter that Jesus had to say, get behind me, is the same Simon Peter filled with the power of the Holy Spirit who stands and preaches the gospel and not just 30, not just 300, not just 1,000, but 3,000 people get saved because of a changed man by the name of Simon Peter. The Holy Spirit will change you. I can't speak for NA and AA, but the Holy Ghost will change you. I can't speak for a psychiatrist, and I ain't anti-psychiatry, but the Holy Ghost can and will change you. The same Simon who was fickle becomes strong. Maybe that's the prayer I need to pray. Lord, not just use me, but change me. We misunderstand what it means to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I don't know if we've never been taught. We just folk wisdom. The filling with the Holy Spirit ain't just being spirited. It's being spiritual. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. That's the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering. Amen, somebody. 
Maybe that's the prayer we need to pray. Lord, Holy Spirit, change me. Good day. Because it was a day of change. Good day. It's a day of commencement. Good day. Day of community, but a good day. I'm done because it was a day of confirmation. Make it plain, Pastor. Peter stands up to preach. People think, deacons, that the folk who hear and dialogue and comprehend in other languages are drunk. It's too early to drink. Only nine o'clock in the morning. We save that for after six. Ain't nobody drinking this early. Don't misunderstand what is taking place. This is not alcoholic inebriation. This is the filling of the Holy Spirit. Peter says, if you knew the Old Testament, Joel said on the day of Pentecost, God will pour out his spirit on all flesh, on his sons and his daughter, or Jews and Gentiles. And the power of the Holy Ghost will influence the entirety of the church. God said God was going to pour out the power of the Holy Spirit and the day of Pentecost was a good day because God did what God said God was going to do. Let me close right here. Watch, chap. I wasn't here last week. Praise be to God for Sam Robinson and good preaching. But let me close right now. If God said it, God's going to do it. If God made the promise, God's going to bring the promise to pass. And Pentecost was a good day. Today is a good day because it's a day of confirmation. I wish I had some help in here. Does anybody know if God said God is going to do it? God will do what God said God is going to do. If God said he's going to make your enemies your footstools, how many people know he's going to make your enemies your footstools? If God said he'll make a way where there is no way, how many people know God will make a way where there is no way? If God said he'll open the windows of heaven and pour out so much blessing you won't have room enough to receive it, God will do what God said God is going to do. If God said he's going to provide for you in ways that no man can provide, how many of us know that God is a great provider? Does anybody know God is a promise keeper? Lift your head up. Hold your head to the sky. Today is a good day because it's a day of confirmation. If God said God is going to do it, God will do just what he said. Stand to your feet. Let's not make a bigger deal about Juneteenth than we do Pentecost. 
Celebrate Juneteenth. Go to a black business and support a black business. Juneteenth ought not just be a day you take off. But don't make a bigger deal about the 4th of July than you do Pentecost. Don't make a bigger deal about Columbus Day than you do about Pentecost. Don't make a bigger deal about President's Day than you do Pentecost. I'm going to get me some crabs. Labor Day. Don't make a bigger deal about cultural days than we do about holy days. If there's somebody right now, my sister, my brother, you're not saved, you don't have a church home,